The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first ever episode of Common Debauchery. I am your host, the Nickel City Nightmare, a.k.a. Derek Jaws. I am here starting my brand new, third brand new um, podcast adventure here. And the entire point of this podcast, if you could or could not tell from the name, is just to talk about the common everyday things that happen in daily life in 2020 that if you were to go back and look years and years prior would just seem over the top ridiculous and obnoxious. Um, So this is going to be a wide variety, um, more of a, like kind of like a, a lifestyle type podcast. It's going to be meant to be funny, meant to be interesting. Um, I'm not going to tell you that I won't say or do things that'll potentially piss some people off, but I'm going to try to stay off super hot button topics because there's just enough of those in the world today. So I'm going to try to approach this from a stance of just talking about weird and ridiculous things about everyday life in 2020. Um, so I did, this is my second attempt at my first episode of this because the first one kind of got a little off track and ended up kind of going in a direction I didn't like that it went. So I'm going to try to give this a second chance and see where it goes. So the initial idea for this first, um, this first episode was going to be to talk about the crazy, obnoxious and ridiculous things about the world on the world that we live in, in regards to social media. Um, if you really think about back in the early two thousands prior to like, that was the, the years just prior to the first form of social media. Um, you know, everyone had MySpace. And, you know, the biggest issues in the world were, oh, my God, am I in your top eight, 16, 24 or whatever it might be? What song is playing on my profile? And, you know, things like that. From there, the there was the advent of Facebook, which was the more adult version of MySpace. And the more adult version of my, MySpace was it was necessary to have a dot edu um, email address to have an account on the website and this was meant to be just for college kids to talk and keep in touch with people um and then to so and then to network amongst their new friends in college and you know if you were in a group that had a national you know affiliation you could keep tabs with them and everything else and that eventually morphed into well mom and dad want facebook and well they're allowed to have facebook and they're they've graduated why can't I have one? I went to college once and then, you know, we had Instagram, Twitter. Now there's Snapchat and TikTok and all this other crazy wild world of the social media. And with the advent of new systems and technologies, there's the advent of new jobs that come along with that. One of those being the social media influencer. And I was going to discuss what I thought were social media influencers. Um, and it turned out my definition thereof was a little off base. 
So what a social media influencer is is somebody who uses their station and expertise to try to influence buying patterns in the world. Um, you know, so having somebody who is a having so if you're in the fitness world, having you know Arnold Schwarzenegger promote your product, you know he would be a social media influencer for you. Um, so that became a profession that has become widely used in the world of social media today. The problem is paying an established celebrity can be expensive. So what that means is people are starting to go out and getting either finding people with a lot of followers who have what you would call, I guess, influence on social media and they're getting them to promote their stuff. Um, you know, or finding someone who maybe isn't a high end celebrity like a Schwarzenegger, um, having somebody who is established in the business, but not necessarily uber famous do it. And it costs a little bit less stuff like that. And then the, um, you know, from there you have the businesses that then become, okay, we're going to find the right people and make them into influencers by finding ways to use social media to gain a following, so on and so forth. So what I'm talking about here isn't necessarily in a social media influencer. I guess we can call them social media personalities, um, social media celebrities. And like, so here, here's where we're going to start. <clears throat> the first take of this episode, I talked about, you know, people who show off their bodies and stuff, and that's how they gain followers. And then when they gain an audience, they then use their platform to talk about things that are outside of the realm. I'm not going to go down that road off the bat. I'll get down there a little bit later as a wrap up. So essentially what I'm talking about is the amount of people that are famous or popular, whatever you want to call it, because of the things they do on social media, a, and, and how ridiculous this concept is. So let's go this route. When I was growing up, there was a show out there called America's Funniest Home Videos. Modern times, you could refer to that as the ridiculousness of the world, ridiculousness of the show of the world, stuff like Tosh.0, um, where people put things on YouTube and put videos out there online and they end up being viewed and then these other people make fun of them, mock them, laugh at them, whatever. But this has become an avenue for people to become somewhat famous. And I don't know if anybody ever got famous off of America's Funnest Home Videos other than Bob Saget, but which he was already famous prior to that. So I don't think anybody was ever on that show and then all of a sudden found fame and fortune because of that show. But you look at these things and so if you look on YouTube, I believe it's on YouTube. If not, he's definitely on Facebook. Um, he goes by Superhuman, and it's this, I don't know, a kid, young man who basically just puts his body through seven flavors of hell for fun. Um, he does 
WWE style jumps off of things onto tables, microwaves, razor wire, barbed wire, Legos, you name it. He's probably done it. And he starts off with, you know, I'm superhuman. This is what I'm going to do. This is for gigolos and gigolettes. Whoop, whoop. And then he does it. He's run headfirst into dumpsters. He has run headfirst into walls. He's done flips into dump. Uh, he's done flips into dumpsters, into bushes, like just just this obnoxious stuff. And he has an insane following, so much so that like independent wrestling organizations will actually book him to come do some crazy, insane spots. And. If you if you were to go back into like go back in time and talk to somebody who is a you know a pro wrestling fan or just any human at all and be like yeah there's this kid that does this stuff you'd be like get out of here and people watch that come on but we live in this world where these things are easily shareable and apparently there's a niche for everything um you know there are people who put out there, you know, going and doing like reactions or just, you know, video, you know, vlogs of crazy things, stupid things, reaction videos, like all of these things. And here we are as a mass just eating this stuff up to the point that there are people who have started these things who end up as the celebrity guest on a show like ridiculousness. So, you're going to be the celebrity guest on a show that mocks and laughs at videos of people doing the stuff that you did in an attempt to get where you are. And we eat it up. Ridiculousness plays on marathon on MTV every night, every night. I know that because I work overnights and when there's nothing else on, I turn on ridiculousness, not because I want to, but because there's nothing else to watch. I just don't, I, I don't know how we got here in life because again, if you were like, this is just common things. These are like, you know, and some people post like, so, you know, we're not talking about people who post videos that are live action. I just happen to be, co- be recording or, Hey, here's a recording of my security cam footage that caught this insane thing. Like, I'm talking about people who plan and plot to do these things, who plan to catch these moments and people who put a camera in front of them to, while they do crazy, insane things. And I just, I I don't, I don't know where this all came from or where, how we got there, but this is such a common debaucherous thing that it's almost become a toxic world. So I'm going to tell a story now of another like another idea that this came from and you know so you have these these video bloggers and a lot of them are people who travel a lot and so you have a tritty of a, a travel video blog or a vlog if you will that is just kind of recapping and recanting the the details of this person's trip, uh, where they've gone, what they've seen, the cool things that they've taken part of. 
and those are fun. Those are cool. Like if you're looking to travel and you want to see like, Hey, what, uh, like what, what can I do here? What can I do there? What's a cool place to go? What's some cool places this person's gone? Um, you know, and then you have the, the bastardization of these things where it's, you know, crazy person goes to Walmart, crazy person goes to target, crazy per like, you know, you could have, you know, there, there are people out there who are talking about self-care and taking care of your, your person. And the, the, you know, they're, they're social workers, they're mental health advocates, they're people with knowledge and education in this area. And then you have these weird 18, 19, 20 year olds that put out their self-care vlog that ends up being just the biggest load of garbage you've ever seen that has nothing to do with self-care, but they're trying to promote it that way to, to get clicks and get likes. And there was a point in time where somebody like this would be looked at by a general society and been like, maybe we should examine what's actually wrong here and what's actually going on. Instead, it's loaded with the you go girls and go king go. And I it just, I don't understand it. It's just, it's, it's insane to me that we live in a world where you can have somebody who is literally throwing their body off of a ladder onto a barbed wire covered piece of plywood. And it's not for show. It's not for entertainment. It's not at a wrestling death match of any kind. It is solely to put it on. Facebook and YouTube and find out how many people can like and comment and get you famous. And I don't understand why, um, you know, and then, and then what happens is so, so then you take somebody who does something like this, somebody who, you know, the, 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 the train wreck 19 year old who's posting about a self, you know, her self care vlog and including accidental nip slips in it and including, you know, talking about how she called in sick to work to stay home and get stoned, yet her coworkers know about the channel, follow her, and see it, and it gets reported to her boss, and she gets fired, and then she complains about being fired for, you know, they couldn't prove when I filmed this type deal. Um, and, like, these people end up gaining a following, and then they end up trying to talk on subjects that they don't, have any business talking about and the, I, I, imagine imagine meeting somebody in back in the early 2000s or just imagine meeting somebody off off the street and they just tell you how you should feel about something and they don't you know you, you ask them how why do you feel this way why do you feel that I should, you know, why do you think that I should feel this way? Or why do you think I should agree with this? And their answer is because I have a vlog or, I mean, and again, th- I, this sounds weird from a guy who's just sitting here doing a podcast. who's literally talking into a microphone while staring at his computer desktop, talking to no one. I'm not having a conversation back and forth. I'm not, I, I'm literally giving you my opinion on something, but the main difference that I see here is I'm giving you my opinion on just common everyday ridiculous things that we tolerate. I'm not sitting here telling you that, 
you shouldn't eat at restaurant A because their parent corporation donates to this charity that donates to this thing that donates to this person who supports this politician that's against this type of legislation. And, you know, these people that do this, uh, that, that do the, do those things, they don't, they don't do the research. They don't do, you know, you hear don't eat at, or, you know, don't order coffee from Starbucks because they're anti-cop. Don't eat at Chick-fil-A because they don't support LGBTQ+. Don't eat at Hardee's because they donated to the Trump Foundation. Don't eat at Burger King because they support the Clinton Foundation. Don't eat at Red Lobster because Harvey Weinstein ate there once. Like, just this ridiculousness. And like, okay, so Harvey, somebody eating somewhere isn't really what I'm trying to get to. But, you know... Oh, they donate to this cause. Well, do they take money out of their register, like their franchises take money out of their franchising franchise registers and say, hey, Foundation A, here's this? No. They, the people who own the business take their profits and donate it to charities. Not all of it, chunks of it, pieces of it. And then those charities then disperse the money how they see fit based on their beliefs and what they stand for. So if you're do like, so just for shits, Chick Chick Fil A donates to the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army is very heavily Catholic based, and they 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 don't support gay marriage. So that means don't eat at Chick Fil A because your money is funding people who don't like gay marriage. I mean, is it though? Is me buying a a twenty piece nugget really? causing someone not to be able to get married? Probably not. Is me getting a grande vanilla sweet cream cold brew going to cause a cop not to have a job somewhere? No. So why, why would I listen to, hey, I run a self-care blog. You shouldn't eat at restaurant A because they're, for the abolishment of the second amendment. Um, well, are they though? Like, is that what those people really stand for? Or like, where did you get this? Well, trust me, I'm a vlogger. Uh, wait, what? So, and I apologize for, I, I'm trying to do this without a script or without any type of notes typed up. I'm trying to do it from memory, from my brain. And I'm, trying to, to not branch off too far off topic here, but it's just obnoxious to me that anybody and everybody these days just says, Oh, I do this. Here's my opinion on something completely unrelated. So if you were to listen to one of my podcasts via the hats, stats and stats, which is a Buffalo centric pro sports podcast or a tip of the cap, which is West New York's first prep baseball podcast, or if you're sitting here listening to this, where I'm just talking about general shenanigans of everyday life and my opinions on them, and I were to start giving you a lecture about how everybody should start using... Okay, if I were to start lecturing you on how everybody and their brother should go keto without any... 
type of expertise, any type of knowledge without having a any type of certification or degree in nutrition and fitness or anything along those lines, which for those playing the home game, I am a certified personal trainer and strength and conditioning coach. But if I were to sit here and start telling you left and right how you should go, you know, start doing a keto diet and I because I do one and it's just the best thing ever without any type of basis of knowledge or expertise. Would you listen to me? I mean, would you would you sit here and go, hey, you know what? This dude with a microphone attached to his desk said I should do keto, so I'm totally going to do keto. No. I mean, that, that's obnoxious. And I, like, and if you would, I, I implore you not to do that. I implore you not to do things because a talking head, a voice in a box, um, you know, would tell you to. You know, if this person says I'm a doctor of this, you know, I'm a doctor of nutritional science and I have degrees and certifications in these 17 different areas with a minor in this and so on and so forth. And here's why I think keto is for you or keto is beneficial or keto has its health benefits. That's the person you listen to. You know who you probably don't listen to? The guy who's rambling about social media. The guy who's rambling about how the world is ridiculous because of the common things that happen every day on social media that are just normal. That shouldn't be. Or maybe never would have been without social media. Um, I can tell you that the, the, the bug-eyed kid that has, you know, I, I don't even know who I'm talking about. I, I don't know the guy's name. But I know he was on an episode of Ridiculousness because of his crazy, weird YouTube videos that have made him pseudo famous. Like saying like being becoming famous on YouTube to me for really anything is kind of the equivalent of you telling me that you're an Instagram model. Um, I mean, you might get popular. You might become well known. I don't know. But the, the things that are popular these days just mind boggle me, which is kind of the point of of this podcast. Um, I mean, podcasting is weird. Podcasting is literally giving a voice to anybody who has the means to record what they want to say and put it out socially. And I have three of them. So I could do a common debauchery episode on podcasting. I'm not attacking people here. I'm just talking about how weird the world we live in these days is. So. Don't sit here and say that I'm being biased against anybody because I'm really not. I've, you know, I, I have, I have dabbled in the world of a vlog. My first attempt at a podcast was my face on a YouTube video sitting in my room. Um, you know, and I've graduated up to the solely audio podcast because I have a face for radio or some people have at least told me that. And here we are. So that being said, Back on topic, back on track. I think what I'm going to wrap up with is, and, and this this is where my feelings on this really come from. Um, some of the most popular people on Instagram. Now, you roll through the social media post, uh, the social media fronts. Facebook has everybody and their brother sharing their political opinions and their ideals based on probably untrue news sources and memes. Twitter is 
full of fake accounts and bots and trolls. Instagram is full of wannabe fitness people, wannabe models, and Cinemax porn stars. And I say Cinemax porn stars because if anybody grew up back when I grew up and you had access to Cinemax, we all know what Cinemax porn is. For those of you playing the home game that don't know, that maybe are a little too young, Cinemax porn is when is, you know, what happened after like one, one thirty at night, mom and dad were in bed. You stayed up a little late and you, it was a free Cinemax weekend and you're sitting there scrolling the channels and all of a sudden you're watching a movie that you realize is technically a porn, except you don't see anything. You know, there's always a strategically placed, you know, plant in the way of something or somebody's hair falls to cover up whatever it might be or, you know, and nobody ever really, you know, if you understand anatomy, you realize that, you know, when someone is riding someone else's belly button, that's not really how the stuff that you do in bed with your significant other or one night stand or random hookup or friends with benefit or whatever they may be that you, whoever it may be that you do those things with, that's not how it's done. So when I refer to that, cause it's probably going to happen again, that's what I'm talking about. You know, the Cinemax porn stars who are nude, Kinda. Instagram is full of them. Instagram is full, and I, and be, it's partially because you can't show full nudity on Instagram, and I understand that, and it's probably for the best, because social media is infiltrated by the children's, and we don't want the children's seeing the insanity all too early in life. So, it makes sense that you can't show full nudity. However, these people, men and women overly popular for showing way too much skin on social media. We've all followed these accounts for one reason or another. If you're a guy, you follow the women because damn, if you're a female, you follow the women because maybe you like some of their fitness things. Maybe you, you know, maybe there's a jealousy thing. Maybe you want to look like that. Maybe you want to follow it just so you can talk smack about it. Cause I know a lot of people that do that too. I might be one of them. However, you know, if you're a guy that follows the guys, uh, teach their own. It's not my cup of tea, but you know, some people, maybe they do that. And again, same thing. Maybe, maybe you like the fitness stuff. Maybe they post things about how they got to look the way they look. And you know, if you're a girl who follows the guys, you know, maybe it's cause you know, you need a little, uh, little like a, Hey, like, you know, my, my, my boyfriend in the other room doing a podcast with his dad bod is great. And I love him, but like, you know, washboard abs, what's up newsflash. This guy never going to have washboard abs. However, I do look damn good sometimes, sometimes. So that being said, this is Instagram is full of this stuff, full of it. And these people are so insanely popular because everybody and their brother follows them because, well, apparently sex sells. And then these people end up saying, hey, I'm an ambassador for this company or the newest fad in the world. Hey, if you like this, you should see what I show on my OnlyFans page. And then they charge you 25, 35, 85, whatever dollars a month to 
follow them on a different social media platform where they can go full send nudity. And apparently there are people out there who pay this. And these people that pay this are allowing these human beings to take home $10,000 a month. Um, that's insane to me because I wish I had the ability to show off semi impartial nudes and make six figures a year. If that's sustainable, because I mean, why wouldn't you at that point? Right. Um, and I mean, and a lot of them show off a lot of things and, you know, it's a very, ends up being a very adult theme and intimate thing, but these people end up with hundreds and thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands. It's insane. You look at some of these people and it's, oh, 80.5 K followers. I'm sorry. How many? Like, that's insane. That's I, uh, how, I mean, at some point you're, you know, you got to be doubling up on people, right? Or like, there's got to be accounts that aren't real or something, but like, but what ends up happening is these people take these platforms and then they use them to express their views and their thoughts on things. Oftentimes when they don't have the knowledge, the expertise or really a leg to stand on from where they're speaking and because they're influential, not influencers, but they're influential and they have young impressionable minds or maybe other, other minds that don't like the people don't want to do the work themselves. They don't want to do the research themselves. They don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to go and look and read and verify. I want to hear somebody else tell me the stuff. And then from there, after I'm told the things they will, you know, I can then further pontificate to others, the things that I've heard, which is how bad and misinformation gets spread. So I look, I see this person express their views and I say, huh, well, if they feel like that and I really like this person, or I think this person's attractive, or I really want to be this person, then I, you know, I agree. And I think that too. Great. Wonderful. I'm so glad that the talking, the talking plastic surgery doll just influenced your opinion on something that neither one of you really know about. And imagine taking advice from somebody who's imagine taking advice like on real world things on real life things or take like forging your opinion on the opinion forging your opinion on a topic based on the opinion of someone who knows no more than you. What are we doing? Why? Why are we doing this to ourselves? This is insane. Like, the, like this level of debauchery. And so uh, this is, this is a true story. And this is what I'm going to wrap up with the other day. Not the other day. This has happened a few times. I'm sitting there and I'm scrolling through Instagram mindlessly. And all of a sudden I, you know, we all start doing just a hammering through people's stories and lo and behold, there's countless long winded paragraph stories that, you know, you have to keep your thumb down so you can read everything. Cause there's not enough time in a normal story to read all that. And you're reading it and 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 reading it. And all of a sudden you're like, damn, 
like this person is opinionated. This person said some things and like, whether I agree, I don't agree. Or like, you know, and you think to yourself, like, if you're not paying attention, like, Oh, who's saying this stuff? Like who's, who's putting this out there? Bang. Next story. Rachel Bush's ass twerking. You're famous for your butt cheeks. Why does your opinion on social things matter enough that you feel the need to put it out there for your followers to eat up and like, and I, I pick on her specifically for a few reasons. Um, I won't get too terribly into a lot of them, but I mean, you're, you're famous for showing your ass on Instagram and claiming that you're 100% natural, which I don't know if I don't know how true that is. I'm not here to speculate on any of that, but like, why does your opinion on the world around you while you're living in your amazing multi-million dollar house in Miami and get to be a stay at home Instagram model for a living and, you know, want to be an inspiration to the world, which is what, the website you have set claims that you are, you know, you want to inspire the world and make it, you know, and make positive changes. And 96% of your content is your ass or your side boob. And yet people eat everything up that, and again, she's just one example. I'm just, I'm using that as a specific one because I've seen it and I've noticed it. Um, You know, imagine walking down the street. Imagine if social media didn't exist walking down the street and seeing someone who is just shaking their ass in a thong and a string bikini. And then like, this just becomes a thing that like you see a crowd around and people following. And then all of a sudden one day they show up in, you know, business casual clothes and are trying to lecture you on how things and, you know, so they, they live in their gated community and they come out and they do these shows. And then after three straight months of this, something happens. And then they're out on a podium in a business, you know, in business clothes, telling you how you should live your life and how the world, how the real world lives when they're up in their ivory tower. 96% of the time making money, making your hard earned money just on shaking their ass at people and tell me how that works. And tell me how that's a normal thing in society. Tell me how. Tell me how the butt cheek queen is going to tell anybody how to live in the real world. I mean, that's just, I, I don't understand it. And that's, that is common debauchery. That's what it is because it happens every day. I guarantee you if I were to pull up Instagram right now, there'd be just booty cheeks, booty cheeks, booty cheeks all over Rachel, Rachel Bush's page. And then someday she's going to weigh in on just how things should go in the world. More power to her. All 90 billion of her followers. How did we get here? How did this podcast get here? Wow. That kind of went. There was something else. There was another story I was going to stand that into. I don't remember what it was. Because I'm just getting so distracted and so, so frazzled here through leading myself down different stories. So if you've made it this far... I appreciate it. I would try to be a little bit more organized for round two. Um, I'm going to try to put one of these out a week to talk about just the world. 
I'm going to try not to be overly political. I'm going to try not to be overly confrontational. Um, it's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to end well. I'll say something that'll piss somebody off and I'll end up in an argument with them. And then I'll bring them on and we'll argue on, on here because why not? Because another piece of common debauchery and something that we don't do enough of in the world is people want to say things and then be just be heard. You know what? I just found topic number two for episode number two. And that's where I'm going to leave it. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, this has been brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. And go on there, check out the 30 other awesome podcasts, including my other two. If you liked this, there's other lifestyle ones, uh, other lifestyle type podcasts on there. There are sports podcasts on there. There are a lot of good, hardworking people doing the thing, getting it done. And seriously, go check it out. Uh, you know, I guarantee you there's something for everybody on there. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. And hopefully this just gets better with age.